This is Viterbi Voices, the podcast, your chance to hear stories about research, classes, student life, and more directly from our faculty, students, and other members of the engineering community here at the University of Southern California. This is episode 30 in part 5 of our eight-part miniseries talking with Viterbi undergraduate students about their summer 2016 experiences. We continue the series with Sophie, who interned for Chevron in Bakersfield, California. For more of the summer miniseries, start from the beginning at part one in episode 26, and stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. Sophie, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Alex? I am doing well. So you are, I think, our fifth or sixth guest for the summer. Uh, so why don't you start us off with a little intro? Alrighty. My name is Sophie, and I am going to be a junior. I'm studying chemical engineering with an emphasis in petroleum. And this summer, I'm working at Chevron in Bakersfield, California. Awesome. So Chevron, obviously, you know, big petroleum company. Uh, How did you end up getting that internship? Through all of Viterbi's wonderful career connections. Um, so we have, USC has a really great petroleum program and that attracts a lot of oil and gas companies over to USC through various means. Uh, Chevron is actually a huge partner with USC and all of our petroleum like research labs and whatnot. Um, if you take, uh, any of the like meet USC tours with us, we'll usually host you in a room and it has this big check sitting in the background for, I think it's like several million dollars worth of like funds that Chevron has given to USC. So there's a lot of partnerships and they come out for career events and to the career fair. So there's just a lot of opportunity to talk to the recruiters and get to know them and end up in an interview. That's awesome. So can you give me a little more info about what you're specifically doing with your internship? Uh, Maybe kind of run us through what it's like on a day-to-day basis uh, in the life of an intern. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited for my internship this summer. So petroleum engineers, typically what you'll end up with in a company is there'll be different functions that you can do. So last summer uh, at Era Energy, which is another petroleum company in the area, I was doing what's called production or reservoir petroleum engineering. And basically what that has to do with is kind of looking at the field as a whole and looking at all of your wells and saying, oh, we, something's wrong here. We need to go fix that. Or how do we, where do we need to drill? All that sort of stuff. This summer I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm in the actual drilling side of it. So uh, I'm spending about half my time in the office working on kind of a data analytics project and making improvements to our scheduling and whatnot. And then the other half, I'm actually out on a drill rig following the field engineer around and kind of being outside and being with the crew and everything. So it's been really interesting for me because, you know, school and last summer, I would, you know, it's a lot of paperwork and doing calculations and things like that and this summer it's been a lot of outside work and talking to a lot of different people and just different for sure yeah that's crazy what's it like being on a rig uh it's really nice i mean so typically you think of a rig i don't know people have this conception of like these super like tough guys and they're like moving machinery and all this sort of stuff and there's definitely an element to that 
But, you know, along with all the other technology that's progressed, so has oil and gas. You know, oil and gas is not stuck in the 1950s or 1980s. Um, all of our rigs are, well, not all of our, there's a lot of rigs that are automated now. So when, you know, there'd be a lot of like danger, you would think usually like all of these rig hands like would have like missing fingers and things you would think in the old days, but today it's mm -hmm. all automated. There's a lot of different technology going on. Um, so it's really interesting. There's a lot of moving parts that you have to learn about and it's, it's fascinating really. Yeah, so you're in Bakersfield for the summer, and a lot of people, when you think petroleum, petroleum, you know, obviously you've got the the coast, the west coast with California, but a lot of people think Texas. Um, can you kind of speak on behalf of the other opportunities? Maybe Chevron gives their interns, uh, maybe other locations you have looked at, other locations you've been considering, uh, specifically as you look at petroleum. Um. Yeah. So. One of the interesting things, like you mentioned, is that a lot of people don't think of California as an oil and gas producing state, but it produces a ton of oil and gas. I mean, this was one of the first states in the nation to start producing oil and gas. The fields that I'm working in this summer have been producing for over a hundred years. Wow. So it's there's lots of opportunities in California. Um, Bakersfield is definitely kind of the hub of everything going on. This is where most companies will have headquarters for the state, but you also have opportunities to go a little bit further up north. There's some fields, and then there's actually a lot of opportunity in L.A. Um, lots of companies down there have the challenge of kind of disguising their operations because they don't really want everybody around to see what they're doing. Um, yeah. But there is a lot of petroleum down there. And if you go down to Long Beach and like the, the man-made islands that are out near Long Beach, those are all petroleum. Uh, and then kind of moving across the country, uh, yeah, Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, um, Chevron Operations. We have our headquarters in Houston. And then uh, Covington, Louisiana is where we do all of our like deep water offshore stuff. And then we also have uh, some operations in Pennsylvania, but those are a little bit smaller. And other companies, you can also go up to Alaska and mid-continent, you know, Wyoming, North Dakota, those sort of places. So there's definitely a lot of opportunity if you wanted to kind of travel over the place. Yeah, uh, but that's, you can also that's only domestic. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. And then you can also, like you said, stay in L.A. if you want. Mm -hmm. So how big, Chevron obviously is a, is a huge international corporation. Uh, how big is the office you're working in and you know how many people are you usually interacting with on a daily basis? Yeah, so Chevron is really big and it kind of gets divided up into two different ways based on your location and then based on what function you're in. So the interns are at some of those other locations that I just mentioned in Houston and Louisiana. And then you're also in a bunch, a bunch of different teams across the company. So there's people in drilling like myself and then people in the other petroleum function I mentioned in production or reservoir engineering. And then you also have people in facilities engineering and uh, supply chain management, finance, all sorts of different stuff. So you have to interact with a bunch of different interns that way. And then in terms of employees, Chevron, I don't know how many people Chevron has. And then near our office in Bakersfield, it's a pretty big campus, you know, probably three or four buildings filled with 
three floors of people. So there's there's lots of people around, but you really get to know your kind of core engineering team and build those relationships with people that you're working with every day and walk by the desks of. So I wouldn't say you get lost in the company at all. You definitely build those personal relationships and it's really cool getting to see a wide variety of work being done throughout the company. Yeah, that's really cool, especially as an, as an intern. Uh, like you said, to be able to get to know these people who have been at the company for quite some time and that have all this industry experience, uh, which kind of touches upon, kind of gets me into my next question, is like you said, you just finished your sophomore year, uh, you're a rising junior, and you're already in a role where you're applying uh, all your engineering knowledge that you have you know, just from two years of college. Uh, so can you kind of tell us a little more about how you've been able to take what you've learned uh, at USC between your classes and your extracurriculars, um, just anything in general that you've been able to apply to your internship this summer? Yeah, so it's kind of, it's an interesting question for me because I'm doing a chemical engineering degree with the petroleum emphasis, and then I'm really in a very petroleum-focused role. So unfortunately, like I haven't even been able to take my petroleum emphases courses yet because they don't start until junior year. But the really great thing about an engineering degree is it's not so much the content that you end up using. It's really all of those problem solving skills that you end up working with and, you know, learning like MATLAB and different sorts of coding and programs. And it's like I have these variables and this is my question, you know, how do I go about solving it and that's really what you know most companies will sort of have a project that you're working on and so they'll give you a question and then you got to use your engineering background and your knowledge of how to work through a problem and it's it spreads out over you know several months of I have this huge question that needs to be asked and how do I break that down into smaller parts and get all the information I need and then USC what I really like too is that we're such it's not just focused on the engineering problem solving, but also obviously all of the communication skills because you're not going to be able to have all the knowledge and not even your mentor is going to have all the knowledge. You have to be able to talk to, you know, 10, 20, 30 different people in the company. And so, you know, USC being able to work in those team projects, doing all of the different clubs, talking to people in different schools that are not in engineering, understanding how other people think that all goes into creating, you know, a really great work environment for yourself where you're going to be able to succeed and uh, make the relationships and get all of the knowledge you need to complete your project. That's awesome. Uh, so you'd also mentioned earlier that you had an internship last summer uh, after your freshman year, and now you've got two under your belt. I guess you will have two under your belt after this year, uh, which is which is really cool and really awesome and something you don't find a lot uh, with young engineering students to be able to have those internships uh, right away. And that's something that obviously a lot of people are looking for, uh, whether it be a research opportunity or something in industry. Uh, so I was wondering if you could kind of give uh, some of our listeners, maybe someone who is going to be a freshman this year or is, you know, still in high school trying to prepare uh, maybe to see what they need to do in order to kind of secure those internships and those, those really cool experiences and opportunities. Um, what can you kind of tell them uh, as far as advice uh, for, for kind of being able to do that? Yeah, Absolutely. I would say the two biggest things that have helped me out so far are, most importantly, be passionate about what you're doing, and then secondly, do research about the company or the professor or anybody that you want to get in touch with. So I think passion is by far the most important point, 
because all of these companies and your professors and whoever you want to be involved with, they know that they're that you're just an engineer, that you're just a student. You haven't really truly learned anything yet. You know, you don't have five years experience of whatever under your belt. So what they're really looking for is that personality and that determination and the willing to learn. So, you know, you don't have to know everything already. You don't have to have all of these things memorized about what, uh, you know, what they're doing. It's more just showing that you would fit in with them and you're the personality that they're working for because they can teach you what you need, but they really can't, you know, grow you into that person. Like you need to have some of those essentials there already. And then the research part is if you're passionate about something, it's really easy to show that if you've done your research about the company or the professor. So even if you don't you know, you don't need to like memorize the mechanisms of the reaction that somebody is researching, but, you know, just showing them that you have, you have looked at it, like you at least know a little bit about what they're doing. You have, it's something you've maybe been interested in previously. I know that it really helped me that I have wanted to do petroleum for a little while, which, you know, most people don't have no idea what they're doing, which is fine. But, you know, just being interested and in showing that you re- that is something that you really do want to work on, um, that, that will help you and get you a long way. Yeah, so now that you've got, I guess, you're pretty much almost done with this summer, right? How many, how many weeks do you have left in your internship? Three. Terrifying. Three. Final presentations are coming <laughs> up. Isn't it so weird? I mean, it's gone by so fast. I've got three weeks too, and it's, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to go back to LA and be back in school, but it's been crazy how fast the summer is. Yeah, gone. yeah. So I, with that being said, you know, you've almost got that second summer uh, of your, your internship experience, you know, under your belt. Uh, what's been your favorite thing so far about interning, uh, whether it be from last summer, this summer, or kind of a combination of the both? What I really like the most is it's like a little taste of adulthood without like really having to commit to anything. You know, like, I feel like it's, you know, graduate in college, it's like this terrifying void of like, what am I going to do with my life? And internships are really nice, like, yeah, maybe I'll try out this job, like, maybe I'll actually try cooking four times a week, <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> maybe I'll actually try to rent an apartment, or all of that sort of stuff. So it's really nice to kind of just, you know, 10 weeks of, I have this support system, you know, you still have everyone in college that supports you, and often companies will be really great about helping finding you housing and checking in with you and making sure you're doing okay. So it's just a a really great way to try out anything you want to be doing and really seeing, like, a future that's ahead of you. You know, you can, like, think back while you're up late at night doing your engineering homework and remembering that you're going to have a great job <laughs> at the end of graduation. So that's just, yeah, just getting I, the experience for sure. Yeah. I think that's a great point. And that's something I've been told uh, quite a few times before the summer started and during the summer is to really take advantage of the summers you can intern because there is no commitment. And that's, what's really nice about it is, 
you know, you have the opportunity, obviously, they tell you, you know, whether you have a 10, 12 week internship, that it's this extended interview, uh, the company's interviewing you to see, Mm -hmm. do they want you back? But at the same time, you get to interview the company yourself and see, is this a place where I fit in? Do I like what they're doing? And is this, you know, do I want to come back? And I think that's really cool that it's, you know, it's a two way street. And that, like you said, you can bounce from company mm-hmm. to company and, and really kind of have your pick of where you want to go. In the yeah. End. No, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, I guess, is there anything else? Um, I know I kind of already asked you if you had any advice for people, uh, just anything else you wanted us to know about your internship? Uh, all the, you know, any other cool things you've been doing this summer? You've get to, you get, get to spend the whole summer in California. I, so I'm going to be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of Bakersfield itself, so I have been leaving <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> um, it's a nice little family town here, but it gets hot and kind of boring pretty quickly. So yeah, I've gone to San Francisco, which was really fun. I love being around the Bay. Uh, it's definitely, it's really interesting to see the differences between Northern California and Southern California. I felt that it was very different vibes than Los Angeles almost but in a good way and then yeah going back down to USC because there's a bunch of friends you know doing research down there for the summer so it's been nice visiting them and yeah going camping in different places so yeah it's been really cool to spend uh some time here and I finally have a car after two years so I actually get to drive places (laughs) Yeah, and it's nice. A little switch up of, of, like you said, a little taste of adulthood where your weekends aren't consumed with, you know, projects and homework and having to fit all that in with a social life, but having the weekends entirely free Mm -hmm. and getting to have the opportunity to travel every weekend, like you said. Yeah, because college, you end up, yeah, you're right, you know, where your weekends get filled up. And it's not even just with homework. I feel like it's, you know, you'll you'll like want to spend time with your friends. And then like, if your friends can't agree to like do something all together, then it'll end up, you'll end up, you know, staying in one place or yeah, there's a bunch of different things in college where, you know, you'll get more free time during the week too. And then, yeah. So being, having like a whole weekend or a whole three days to do something is cool. Yeah. Well, Sophie, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, tell us how your summer's been going. And like like we said, three more weeks. Got to power through. I get know. those uh, <laughs> get those intern presentations uh, all tidied up and ready to go. Um, but you know, it sounds like you're having a great time, uh, which is awesome. And uh, I guess just before we leave, uh, I've been giving everyone an opportunity to plug their social media. Everyone's been really active for the summer. Uh, showing off all the cool things they've been doing, especially with you traveling. Um, so if you want to try and catch some more followers uh, over the next couple weeks, if you want to plug uh, your Twitter and Instagram, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. My Both my Instagram and my Twitter are super easy. They're at Sophie underscore Pepin, so literally just my name. And my Instagram most recently has my fun Alaska pictures from when I went to Alaska for a research conference, so you can check those out and full of beautiful mountains. Well, awesome. Uh, Sophie, thank you again, and I will see you in a few weeks. Yeah, I can't wait to see you back at school, Alex.